Here we are on the 10th day of Av, the day after Tisha B'Av. And we need to ask ourselves, what messages are we to take away from Tisha B'Av that apply today and tomorrow and the next day? What words of Echa, the Book of Lamentations that we read on Wednesday night, the beginning of Tisha B'Av, which words are the words that Echa wants us to pay attention to and to take forward with us after Tisha B'Av ends? Sivan Rahab Meir did a fascinating statistical study of the book of Echa, Lamentations, written by the prophet Yermio, to see which words are repeated most frequently. The more frequently a word is repeated, the more it indicates that that word is essential to the work. And she found that there are three words or word families, that is forms of the, of the same word, three word families that are the most frequent and that hold tremendous lessons for us. The most frequently repeated word in all of Echa is the word bat or bas, which means daughter. Bas Zion, the daughter of Zion, Bat Yerushalayim, the daughter of Yerushalayim, Bas Ami, the daughter of my nation. The word daughter is used more than any other word in Echa. And the message is clear. We, the Jewish people, we are the daughter of God. And as the daughter of God, that parent-child relationship is permanent. There is nothing that can happen that can intervene to break a family relationship. It's impossible to divorce. It's impossible to quit. There is no get. There's no contract that you can break. It's a relationship that lasts forever. It's a relationship that cannot be broken. And these are the words that the prophet Yermio repeats more frequently than any other words to convey the message. Remember that you are children of God. Remember that despite the destruction and the exile, remember that the relationship that we have with God can never be destroyed. That's the first family. That's the first message. The second word family that occurs frequently is the word bechi, weeping, crying, b'chosivcha balayla, Bitterly she weeps in the night. Her cheek is wet with tears. Kalu badmaos enai. My eyes are spent with tears. Tears and crying and weeping. 
the second most frequently repeated word family within Eicha. And of course, it's understandable that we cry on Tisha B'Av, that Eicha should be filled with tears and crying. But the Chassam Sofer points out something fascinating. You know, there is a famous phrase. I have quoted it several times over the last three weeks. It's a line in the Talmud and repeated elsewhere. The Talmud says, Kol hamis abil al Yerushalayim. Whoever mourns for Jerusalem, will merit and see her rejoice. The Chassam Sofer asks the question that whoever mourns for Jerusalem, the next part, is in the present tense, is meriting, and is seeing her joy. Why? How does that make sense? In what sense are we, while we are crying and mourning, seeing the joy? Chassam Sofer explains as follows. Tisha B'Av, as sad as it is, is also called a moed, a holiday. I mentioned before, we do not say Tachanun on Tisha B'Av. Because for 2,000 years, the Beis HaMikdash has been destroyed. And we have not forgotten. Here we are 2,000 years later. And we remember, we mourn. It means something to us. This is unique in human history. There is no other example in human history of a people that was exiled from its land and lost its homeland, and then 2,000 years later is still mourning and hoping and trying to get back. Not once in human history, it's unique. And the reason is, also a comment of our sages, but it's a fact of human nature. Ein mekablin tanchumin al hachai. A person is not consoled if their loved one is still alive. A person can be consoled if, God forbid, a person passes away. So eventually the person, the mourner is consoled. But if the person is still alive, there is no consolation. That we have not forgotten Yerushalayim means that it is still alive for us. The fact that we are mourning on Tisha B'Av means that in the present tense, we have tears of sadness and also at the same time, tears of joy because that means it's coming back. It's not gone. We are connected to Yerushalayim. It is not about something that we lost in the past to which we have no relationship. No. The fact that we are mourning indicates that it will be returned fully because we never lost it. It is here. And that's the reason that the tears are so important on Tisha B'Av because they 
express the pain, and at the same time, they are tears of joy that we remain connected to Yerushalayim because it is not gone and it will be completely redeemed, hopefully speedily in our time. And then the third word, the word shuv, and the various forms of this word, which means to return. Fourteen times in the book of Echa, this word is repeated in one form or another. And what's interesting is, there is a transformation in the meaning of the word from the beginning of the book until the end. In the first chapter of Echa, we read the Pasuk, Hinanacha the Toshav Achar. She can only sigh and shrink back. Toshuv returning, going back, is a negative. It means there's intensity of the attack. It means there's pain, there's withdrawal. It's negative. By the third chapter, we find the same root word in a much more optimistic term. Let us search and examine our ways and turn back to God. By the third chapter, Shuva Nashuv means that there's an opportunity not to retreat from God, but to come back to God. All of a sudden, the same word takes on an opposite, positive meaning. And then finally, in the fifth chapter, by the end, the very end, the famous verse, the penultimate verse of the book of Echa. Hashivenu Hashem Elecha Venashuva Chadesh Yamenu Kikedem. Return us to you, God, that we may be returned. Renew our days as of old. Finally, this word shuv, nashuva, in its most positive and intimate sense, let's reconnect, let's be united, let's be close to each other, God and the Jewish people. Now that's not the last verse. It's the next to the last verse, the penultimate verse. The last verse of Echa reads as follows. Ki im ma'os ma'astanu hatsavas aleinu admod katsavta aleinu admod ki im ma'os ma'astanu you have utterly rejected us katsavta aleinu admod you are exceedingly angry with us that's the last line. That's how the book ends. Now we have a custom that whenever a book of the prophets ends with something negative, we don't want to end the Puranius with a negative line. And that's the reason that after reading what is actually the last line, ki we repeat the penultimate line which is a much more positive line, so we end off with a nice line of returning to God.
But Rabbi Mordechai Willig pointed something out so beautifully. Quoting from an earlier Medrash, the f- last Pasuk, Ki im ma'os ma'as tonu katsavto ad ma'od, is not a statement. It's a question. Ki im ma'os ma'as tonu? God, by the time we get to the end of the book of Echa, have you utterly rejected us? Katsavta Olenu Adma Od? Are you exceedingly still angry with us? Question mark? Then comes the answer. Hashivenu Hashem Elecha Vinarshuva Chadeshya Menu Kikedem. Return us to you, God, that we may be returned. The answer to the question is no. Ki tanu, have you utterly rejected us? No, the answer is. You want us to return to you. Are you exceedingly angry with us? No, God forbid. You want to bring us back to you, and we want to come back to you. That's the end of the book of Echa. Three word families. Three messages that are meant to stay with us, to take forward. Now that we've finished Tisha B'Av, we approach the next month in the Jewish calendar, which is a complete shift, the month of Elul. As our sages famously tell us, the word Elul stands for the acronym Anila Dodiva Dodi Li. I am to my beloved, my beloved is to me, the love and the closeness between God and the Jewish people. What we take away from Tisha B'Av is now that we have gone through the experience of mourning for Jerusalem. We are assured that because we are still mourning, we are connected to it. We are assured that we are the child of God and that relationship can never be broken. We are assured that God wants us closer, that God wants to have a relationship of intimacy with us and draw us closer. Those are the messages that are the most important of the book of Echa that we need to take with us today, tomorrow, and going forward. My friends, I want to wish you a very beautiful and joyous Shabbos, Shabbos, Shabbos Nachamu, a Shabbos of comfort, a Shabbos of joy, a Shabbos of internalizing these messages of how precious we are to God and how much God wants us to be close. That's what we take from Tisha B'Av. Shabbat Shalom.